Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. American League Rookie of the Year coming up next hour. National League Rookie of the Year coming up next hour. Eight buckets coming up next hour. All our bets. Power hour, final hour. Still to come. Joining us right now to wrap up the gaggle of guests here, hour number two on this tremendous Thursday, You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network with Nick and Ken is our You Better You Bet family member. The great Rick Cam does awesome work for our friends over at 4 for 4 and BetSpurts, also co-host of the critically acclaimed I'm Fat podcast on Twitter at Rick C. Camp. He's got, he's got the, the I'm Fat podcast shirt on for those people that can't see, and it is real <laughs> and it is spectacular. Rick is that like joins a label us now. of like a mayonnaise company or something? That's in like a font that I've seen before, like a mustard brand or something? I don't know. I can't really figure that it out. Could it could be very similar to a beer brand. I don't know. I, I think oh, it's just different it enough, though. Yeah. Yes, it's it's not it's not quite. It's it, we would call it like a, like Arb like 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 Rick Blue Ribbon instead of Pabst Blue, yeah. Blue Ribbon. It's RBR. Yeah. Is what was or like or like past. Not because yeah. it's in the past. It was just in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. Rick, what's going on? How's summer going? Uh things have been good. I've you know I just was able. I took a bit of a football. Uh, a break from basketball to go over to football to prep for the Scott Fishbowl. So that was good. Uh, that's while well, we're still dra- doing the slow part of the draft, did the live draft in Chicago. Uh, saw our guy Connor Allen there. But now I'm like back into really looking at win totals are out and the in-season tournament, some division stuff is up over at MGM, which is something unique that they have right now that I appreciate. So, you know, I, I'm nothing if not predictable. I'm eating food and I'm looking at NBA futures. Uh, God bless you, Rick. And I know you're Rick's one of the people too. There's a, a small group of us, like complete obsessive degenerates where like NBA win totals open in one place and all seven of us are just like, <laughs> did you see the win totals opened? Like, you see what they were? You see what that number was? Rick, obviously, well, I was one of those people, Rick, one of those people. Um, so Rick, when you, when you saw that kind of master list of, uh, of win totals open, uh, I think there are some teams that aren't listed, right? Philly, because Harden might get traded, like Portland, because Lillard might get traded. So there's a few teams I think we don't have a number on, but we got like 25 of them or 24 of them that are all out in a bunch of different places. When you saw that first list, like what was the first number that stood out to you over or under? Indiana over is one of the first ones that that I thought of. It's right now, depending on where you look, there's 35s and 36s. Actually, 36s and 37s, uh, just for updated. And the other, another one that's interesting to me, Orlando is 35s and 36s. I, I think those over are interesting. Just Indiana's had a smart off season, and there's that little bit of upside of do they trade for Pascal Siakam? 
if they do that, that win total is probably going to jump at least a couple a couple wins. So they're one of the two teams along with Atlanta's that's been pretty heavily rumored. If Siakam's going to move, that'd be a place that he would go. Uh, Orlando over there, 35, 36 and a half. They're a team that, you know, a lot of us were on at a certain point last season at 500 to one to win the division just for funsies. But they're a team that is improving. Like those two teams kind of moving up out of the dregs of the East into whatever uninspired mess is kind of in the play-in mix. I think those teams are interesting to see where maybe they move up and who moves down out of that kind of morass of like Toronto, Brooklyn, Chicago, whatever ends up shaking loose there. And then I just don't know if I want to trust Houston enough. Seeing 31 and a half and being able to get plus money on the under is pretty tempting to me. One that an area that is just fascinating is kind of that like t- around the play in mix in the West because you have so many teams within like a couple wins of each other in that like 42 and a half to 44 and a half, 45 and a half range to where I think there's going to be some interesting angles for betting miss the playoffs in the West, but being able to bet on teams to make the playoffs in the East, maybe. Oh, the morass of teams in that range, I definitely think, is uh, is pretty impressive. Mm. Rick, you gave us a couple teams to go over their win totals there, including the Indiana Pacers. I mentioned them a couple of days ago as well. Um, any teams you think we're going to go under their win total for the season? Teams you're a little down on at this point on the calendar. Houston is one that that I'm. It, when it comes down to it, I feel like I don't have to make a move right now because the lines just aren't really moving much at the moment. Right, That's Rick. one that I'm right, probably right, going to settle on. Right, under. Rick, 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 be a man and give us an under. Take a stand. <laughs> Get out of the morass. Give us some again. Don't be in the morass anymore. Get out of it. Oh, out of well, it. I'll put this under into That's the sad. ether. Uh, the, into okay. the ether, we'll, we'll put Houston under 31 and a half wins. Uh, the numbers on the, I was more on the, the Bulls and the Raptors unders, but they've taken a little money. So those have gone down about a win. Like you can see 36 or 37 and a half on, on both of those. There's actually a book where now Indiana has a higher win total than Chicago or Toronto. So I think that's, that's notable that there's probably a decent amount of people or at least whatever's coming in early that probably agrees with some of like what I'm thinking. And I know I'm not original in my thought on that group of teams, but I think Philly being there is a 49 and a half and a 50 and a half posted for Philly. So mm. I think if you want to just leaning to chaos a little bit early, say, Hey, it doesn't look like James Harden's getting traded before the year starts. We haven't seen the schedule yet, but maybe, maybe they just take on a couple more losses than you're expecting before they make whatever deal they end up making. And then you have a new group of people that have to try and figure things out. So that that's one that I'm at least keeping an eye on as of now, but I have not bet it. And obviously like when, when Harden was in his last days in Houston, we remember a lot of those games that he played where it's like passes to no one, like threw a ball 500 miles per hour at John wall. I think one time on a play, just like, like walking everywhere. Like, <laughs> like this is, Same. this is like, this is possible. Like this, it's not like we haven't seen it before. Like it's possible. Like he's going to throw games basically like, Oh, I really want to go to the Clippers. I'm mad at Daryl Morey, whatever um, that James Harden, Damian Lillard. These are like some of the storylines off season, Rick. Also the summer league just ended. And one of the big things about summer league is getting to see the rookies for the first time. And obviously the number one pick in the draft was Victor Wembanyama from the Spurs. We got to see him a little bit, played a couple games before the Spurs shut him down. Their win totals 30 and a half. 
he is still like a pretty big favorite to win rookie of the year. Now the prices kind of fluctuate as he was playing some of the games, but he is still, you know, I think in most places, something like minus 140, minus 150, something like that to win rookie of the year. You can bet field against him. You could bet on some other players, including Chet Holmgren, who people will kind of start to, oh, right, he didn't play last year, so he's eligible. This could be any Spurs betting take that you have after watching Victor Wembanyama first couple games summer league. Some people seem to freak out about it. I mean, considering he had made it to the final in the French League, then had like basically the whole media publicity tour leading up to the draft, the dude was gassed. So the fact that he had a stinker and then a game where he really did, uh, he did show some things, I'm not worried about that. If I had to make any sort of bet right now around the Spurs, it would actually be probably like Devin Vassell for most improved player because he's a guy that, is not going to have as much coverage towards him as he was last year. Averaged like 18 last year, but didn't play a whole lot just because of injury. There's going to be more eyes on the Spurs. And while I don't exactly know what that team's going to turn into, and while I do think wins matter slightly more than, than you do, Ken, for most improved player, only slightly, like not a ton, but like okay. you're not going to have a team that's bottom of the West having most improved player. But I think if... You can get a two-man game working with those guys. That could be something that could really happen of what's the big thing that can open it up for not Keldon Johnson. I don't think that's a thing. But for a guy like Devin Vassell that can handle a little bit, I think there's some upside for him. But at the moment, I really just want to wait and see what that team's going to look like. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous Thursday talking the NBA with our You Better You Bet family member of 4 for 4 and the I'm Fat podcast. The great Rick Camp. Rick on Twitter at Rick C. Camp. I want to make sure we, we ask you a question about the in-season tournament that's coming up, which, like, I feel like is going to take fans and betters, like, by surprise when it, like, gets here. It's like, it's happening, and it's, it's I think it's ridiculous, but it's also awesome. It's also about early December, and, so it's, like, a ton of stuff going on. And yeah. it's... And like, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty. It's the first time that this is happening, obviously. And like, we kind of, as as a better, you should love that, right? With potential volatility to lean into it here. Um, I would try to explain like what's going on in the in-season tournament and how it's working, but I don't understand it yet. Uh, but Rick has told us during the break that he's got a take on the in-season tournament, a betting take on it. Rick, what do you got for us? I'm not worried about beyond the group stage right now. And in terms of the group stage, so there's five teams in each group per conference. And what I'm, I'm just looking at who's in each group. And my thought is on group C in the East, which for those that don't know, which is literally everybody outside the group of death. And that's Uruguay and Germany, right. and Costa Rica. <laughs> Costa Rica, yeah. So it's Boston, Brooklyn, Toronto, Chicago, Orlando. Trinidad and Tobago. The, yeah. And Trinidad and Tobago. Love Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> Boston's a pretty heavy favorite, but what I find interesting is, would you say those other four teams are at least fairly similar in the same range, at least? Because you have Toronto, who's around just under four to one. You have Brooklyn, who's five to one. And then Chicago and Orlando, just to win the group, are each 10 to one. So if you have a Boston team that has a bunch of new guys who could get hurt, this is really early in the season. They're still trying to gel. Maybe because of their aspirations of everything else, they just don't care quite as much about these games. If Brooklyn and Toronto are just kind of meh, like Brooklyn didn't really show anything inspirational as a team overall in the you know post-All-Star break time. They're like 12 and 15, uh, decently negative point differential. Why couldn't the Bulls or Orlando 
win that group. Orlando's played Boston pretty well. They're a team that's more on the up and up. They want to make steps this year. The, the Bulls are trying to justify everything that they've done. So those teams at 10 to 1, I think, are pretty interesting just to win that group. At plus 1,000 for both of those teams, I think if you have a preference of one of those teams, I think it's probably worth a look. Rick, uh, in 15 seconds, I know you hate that I like Jordan Poole to win most improved player. Mm -hmm. Rather than use the 15 seconds to say why you hate him, give me a guy you like to win most improved in 15 seconds. Franz Wagner, plus 4,000. Paolo's going to be good. There is a chance that he regresses just a little, but they need a second score. And I think if they're going to be improved like I think they're going to be, I think Franz Wagner is going to have plenty of opportunity with a ton of attention being on Paolo. What about food? What's up with food? Oh, I had a stuffed Cajun cheesesteak biscuit at a breakfast <laughs> place by me. It's a four raisin word. Yeah, at a breakfast place. Are any yeah. of are any of them are any of them bad words? No. No. They're so great. it's essentially like you have a you have like a, um, a cast iron pan with hash browns on the bottom, a giant biscuit that's broken in half. You have the steak, you have peppers, uh, like this like cheese sauce, this like really thick cheese sauce on there. I'm telling and like some Cajun seasoning too. Dude, it right. was I'm not a big <laughs> breakfast guy, but it was yeah, incredible. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk okay. to you later. Yeah, bye Rick. Okay, bye. All right. Uh hour number three coming up next. Eight buckets, National Football League. Next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.